everybody, it's Sunday, April 27th, 2014. Hope you're having a great day. Today, I'll be going over my e-commerce store, ballaleather.com. I've mentioned it here on the podcast, here and there, and some of you may have been asking me, how's it going? You know, when are you gonna talk about it some more? So that's what we'll be doing today. And so today's talk will include an overview on the business. This includes a platform I'm using, uh, some things about incorporation, uh, bank accounts, and most importantly, the marketing strategy that will be used uh, going forward. So with that being said, uh, let's just get into this week's episode. Hope you guys enjoy. If there's anything I'm missing or that you want me to go more in-depth on, uh, do let me know in the comments. This is episode 96 at buildmyonlinestore.com. Don't deliver a product, deliver an experience. You're listening to the Build My Online Store podcast, and I'm your host, Terry Lynn. We're here to talk about running an online store and building a strong e-commerce brand to take your online store to the next level. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to check us out at buildmyonlinestore.com. Let's get on with the show. So the author, Simon Sinek, had a great book called Start With Why. I don't know if you've read that, maybe you've seen his TED Talk. Uh, But basically, it talks about how great leaders and organizations make a difference in what they do. And his main idea basically was focused on people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. So for example, in a typical sales pitch of a product, uh, people like, say, Dell or Apple, they would say, hey, we make great computers. They're beautifully designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Want to buy one? And it doesn't really sound too exciting. It's kind of like meh, right? And he's saying the way Apple actually does it is that they start from the why and then they go through the how and they go to the what. So this would be everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo and thinking differently. The way we do this is by making our products beautifully designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. And we just happen to make great computers. Want to buy one? So it sounds a lot better in that way. And I think especially when you're an entrepreneur trying to start this out, it's easy to get stuck in the why and the how. Like, what does your product do? What? How does it improve? But the why part is kind of seems up there and it's kind of very hard to grasp. So so for me, let me take this conversation in two directions. First is why did I start Baller Leather and what does it mean for Build My Online Store? Uh, second is within Baller Leather, the why of this business. So. First off, from Build My Online Store, uh, for the longest time, it just felt weird giving advice about e-commerce without having a store myself, and especially with every other blogger out there, whether it's our good friends that we know here and there, uh, everyone kind of has a store or has one building or has one in, in the past. And so I think there's just a lot more synergy in content that can be leveraged when you have both uh, a blog and a store. And I've been told you can actually not need one. Like say, if you're in a marketing agency, you do PPC for e-commerce guys, uh, you know, you can kind of give advice there. But deep down just didn't feel right for me so that's kind of when the initial seeds were planted on this whole business movement about a year ago with the whole blog post uh, blog series actually how i made a product in china and so that came out almost oh, about a year ago right now and that eventually branched into what it is today here at uh, baller leather so on baller leather the why uh, on itself so something i always believed that as a guy uh, the image that you create uh, of the way people see you is a lot of how you see yourself and it's your responsibility to kind of curate that image. And you can actually proactively create that image by changing the way you dress, the way you groom yourself, and kind of the way how you get taken seriously, right? So for example, if you're at a workplace, uh, there's a reason why people wear suits, right? They get taken more seriously, uh, they look more mature, and they look more kind of, you know, in in the know. So whereas if you guy that kind of has, you know, he wears board shorts, he wears... Uh, sandals. He lives in Thailand. He's a coconut crusher. You know, he's drinking wine ties on the beach with a laptop. Right? There's a different image that you can create based off these kind of lifestyle choices. And I think 
They all are a reflection of the scripts that you identify with yourself in your head. And especially with something like a wallet uh, that you use every day, it holds your life essentials, you know, your IDs, cash, credit cards, coins, uh, whatever documents you have, driver's license, and it's critical to our daily lives on a daily basis. And I mean, if you ever lost your wallet, you know that feeling of disappointment and almost helplessness of not being able to eat, go to places, or function properly. So I think something that's so important in our daily lives should be honored and chosen carefully because the way you carry your cards, cash, IDs, money, it really is a reflection on your mindset about money. You know, are you organized, disciplined enough to save money? Do you actually have control over your finances and where your life is going, right? Or does money control you via debt, credit cards, or other forms of financial instruments such as a mortgage, uh, car payments, that sorts of thing. And so and when you're at a restaurant or at the office, you take your wallet out to buy something. You know, what are people thinking when they see it, right? Is this a guy that knows what he's doing or is this wallet kind of worn down, held together by strings or maybe even a paper wallet? And kind of what does it reflect on him as a person and how he carries himself every day? And I think on another level is that is this the image you want to project as a person? And so that's what I believe here at Baller Leather because I think that's what ballers do, whether they're entrepreneurs businessmen, artists, whether you got a billion in the bank or a thousand dollars, there's a universal conviction of taking life by the reins, not just money, but also uh, your life goals, career, your passions, everything, and going in the direction that you want to go. And I think we help people do this by making our products uh, beautiful, elegant, uh, made out of high quality leather to keep you organized and looking good while you're on the road or at the office or at a client meeting. And so what we happen to do is just make uh, great leather accessories such as wallets, password holders, and other goods that help you in the daily life. Now that's kind of the story that I took uh, integrating Simon Sinek's Start With Why into Bala Leather. And I don't know, somehow that sounds a little bit cheesy, but you know, we'll see how this goes uh, as we iterate this whole process. All right, so if we move into the nuts and bolts of the business, uh, the platform I am using for Bala Leather is uh, BigCommerce. I'm using just the stock theme, the white one. I've hacked it around a little bit through some PHP CSS editing. And I chose BigCommerce just because there was some more features out of the box. Uh, there's less monthly add-ons like on Shopify where you need to pay like extra 10 bucks to get this feature, extra 20 bucks a month to get that feature. And I think just BigCommerce came with a lot more stuff baked into the system. I started on BigCommerce about half a year ago. And if I had to start again today, I may go with Shopify just because I think their platform has improved a lot. Uh, they reduced the 2% fee off every sale and they've got a lot of momentum just in the fashion world. So for example, if you're uh, selling you know, clothes, jewelry, uh, accessories, things like that, I think Shopify really has great themes to get you started out with, whereas BigCommerce, you kind of have to change things around. They look a little bit more old school and I know they're changing it, but these things take time. So I remember when you're choosing a cart uh, or changing one, it'll depend on what you need based on your products, right? So if you're selling bundled goods with mass customization, for example, like bikes with different tire sizes, colors, gears, and uh, titanium frames. I mean, Shopify or BigCommerce probably is not what you need. You probably need something like Magento. So when I say Shopify or BigCommerce, don't take this as a blanket device. Uh, make sure you know what product you're selling uh, or what your product requires and then choose a platform. All right, now if we move on to some of the business structure slide, uh, Baller Leather is actually incorporated in Wyoming. It's just a simple Wyoming LLC. I chose that because it was just really simple to process, takes two to three days. I think the annual fees was only about 100 US a year. And if you have an agent do it, it's like another hundred bucks. So with the $200, you can just get rolling right away. And it only takes about two to three days to process. And I'm not a tax expert here, so don't take this as you know financial advice, but I believe there's some advantages there, such as like asset protection, uh, no sales tax, and some other mumbo jumbo that I won't get in here. And I do know, uh, that I believe our friends at Minal, uh, since they're a bunch of Kiwi guys from New Zealand, uh, th it's easier to open a LLC in Wyoming if you're a foreign citizen. I'm not completely sold on this, but this is what I've heard. 
uh, from them uh, and some other sources. So don't quote me on that. And so for banking, I'm using the Schwab One organization account. Uh, if you get an LLC, the next step you do is you get an EIN right through the IRS. And then basically that's a tax ID that you can then use to open a bank account and do all these business activities based on your ID. Now you can also skip the LLC part and just get a Schwab account, uh, but there's certain things like credit history that come into play, expensing things that I won't get into, but and it was only 200 bucks, 200 bucks to get set up in Wyoming, so I figured why not just get this done right out of the road instead of kind of figuring this out. Uh, later when things get a little bit more complicated. Now, the thing I like about Schwab is that the international wiring fee is very low. It's at $25 compared to other banks at 40. And there was another bank I used that started with the B that ended with an A that limited each international wire at $1,000 unless you have this digital key card that you can unlock the function to wire higher amounts. And living overseas, that's a big you know, pain in the ass. So uh, Charles Schwab doesn't have a limit, especially if you're wiring overseas. So I asked them you can wire up to you know 100K plus uh, at once. So if you have suppliers in Asia globally and you need to send money you know, around the world, uh, Schwab, I think definitely has been good to me so far. I'm really happy with them. And also on the plus side, uh, the Schwab individual account that reimburses ATM fees is a huge plus. A lot of the kind of digital nomad overseas communities I'm a part of, uh, they have their banks in the US and when you withdraw money overseas, it could be you know three, four dollars across the whole year this could be up to maybe 400 600 and so they reimburse us which is pretty nice uh, at the end of the day and so if you're overseas and you want to apply for a schwab account i did it without uh, being in the u.s so basically once you get your ein number uh, you would just snail mail the application and all you really need is a u.s forwarding address which is pretty easy to get and also a skype us number so i used a i think a 858 i think that's a san diego area code it uh, just makes it look like there's a real phone number and when they call it it leaves a message on your skype you can call them back uh, back and forth if there's ever uh, any communication that's needed all right so let's go into marketing of baller leather so if we take a kind of 10,000 foot view. Uh, let's look at video, audio, text content and forms of different types of marketing. I think text forms such as guest blogging, writing posts and text ads are kind of the more common way to do things. And while they're certainly effective, I think video really is the dark horse. And if you remember an old episode I did with Ezra Firestone, I think it was episode 33. He was talking about the success he had with Cindy Joseph uh, selling cosmetics. And so I think while the production values require a lot more time, money and energy, I think the payoffs for doing video is a lot greater because there's less competition in this space. And I think people on the internet, they know it's someone behind on the other side of the computer. They know it's a person, it's not a big corporation. And I think when you can put a face on a business uh, that goes a long way to building trust and getting people to engage with you uh, as a brand. And if you look at all channels of marketing now, everyone really is competing for a finite amount of attention, whether that's on your phone, you see the billboard driving your car, or you're on the couch watching TV, or you're sitting on an airplane trying to figure out which movie to watch. There's always something for you to consume in the kill time with. And so I think with all this content out there on the internet, I read the stat the other day, somewhere I think two million blog posts are published every day. And so the amount of time and energy would require me to hone in a new craft, such as writing, you know, I'm really better off just going with the curation approach to marketing this business. Now, content curation and creation, these words sound very similar, but they're very two distinct differences. So curation basically means you're going around the internet, finding interesting articles and curating them into either a list post or something like a review, uh, things like that for people to filter through. And so they trust you through your taste levels and your creation that they'll follow your content basically. As the internet gets more noisy, I think curation has its value in there if you can filter out the right content with the right lens targeted at the right audience. And so that's kind of the hunch I'll be going on. So an example of this would be like America's Funniest Home Videos, right? So basically every week they have, I think three or four videos that are really funny 
uh, in home videos and then the co- guy has a commentator he adds his uh, thoughts on it he adds his own view maybe his own personality right that's like a curation approach they're not really making their own funny videos they're just kind of gathering what there is there repackaging it and then giving it to you as a show now before we get into the curation approach that i'll be taking if we look at the content on the internet now there's a lot of these like list posts like buzzfeeds like, you know, top 20 signs you were born in the 1980s or, you know, top 50 things to do in Los Angeles or, uh, you know, 20 red flags of your boyfriend, girlfriend, like, like super link baity stuff that don't really add any long-term value. And I think on the other end, you also have these well-written, you know, 2,000, 4,000 word articles, really rich media. You got photos, videos, you know, interviews, all these things like that that go super in-depth into a certain topic like psychology, human behavior, business, uh, politics, technology. And I think these articles... Once you read them, they make you feel smart. They're really informative. You want to share it with your friends and family because they're very high quality. But I think on a deeper level, we're sharing these articles because it makes us feel smart and special when we get the validation from a like or a retweet. And I think as a baller, as an entrepreneur, artist, or businessman, you know, you're always keenly aware of the world around you. How does it affect you? Are there any opportunities you're missing out on? Uh, you know, what can you do with this? How can you process information? You're always taking things in and processing it and how it affects you. So I think the content strategy for Baller Leather will be a curation approach to this, but in a video blog format uh, called Baller's Briefing. And so every week we'll feature three articles that are highlighted under one theme that makes you smarter as a better person. So just to give you a couple examples, uh, here are the couple articles that I've found that I'll be using into this video blog. Uh, one, why is the NBA shot clock 24 seconds long? And so this will go into different sports themes and the timers under themes why there's some of them are 10 seconds some of them are 24 and some of them i maybe don't have it at all like in soccer why are there no ads in soccer whereas american football the super bowl you have all these ads that are very high priced and very targeted at the demographic right so what's the business behind these how does this all work and so the second one is you know how one guy woo 2000 women on tinder and tinder is a dating app where basically you swipe yes or no and you can only chat with the opposite sex or the same sex at once both people click yes so kind of this thing has a, is an internet dating thing it's kind of you know Maybe 10 years ago, internet dating seemed really creepy, but with Tinder now, it's become more mainstream and kind of almost hip to just use in the U.S. and around the world now. So kind of there's some interesting topics you can talk about there. And also a third one was why time slows down when we're afraid, speeds up as we age and gets warped while we're on vacation. And I think this is something we all experience. Like when you're afraid, you know, you say you almost get in a car accident, hopefully not, but you know, you things slow down, you kind of see everything in slow motion. And kind of when you're, when you get older, time seems to go by faster and faster. But when you're on vacation on day one, and then suddenly it's like a week and then you have to go back to the office and like, why does this happen? Right? These are really interesting topics. And I think people would like to read about uh, whether you're at the office, you know, you're on the train, you just need some time to kill. Just, you know, you want to get some high quality information to improve your information diet. I think this would be a really cool way to get it. So We'll see how this goes. I really have no idea how this is going to work out. In the end, I'll be pitching a product at the end. After all, it is called Baller's Briefing. In the end, it'll be, if you want to support the show, go to ballleather.com and blah, blah, blah. Here's a code, uh, things like that. So I'll let you guys know how this works out in a couple weeks. I'll come back with another update. So that's pretty much it for me this episode on what I'm doing with ballerleather.com. Uh, if there's anything I missed, do let me know in the comments on this episode. Otherwise, I'm happy to hear your thoughts and to poke some holes in my thoughts here. And if you made it this far, I've also included a $10 off code. If you want to get a wallet and you want to support my store over at ballaletter.com, just use the code BMOS2014 for $10 off. Uh, Any purchase is also free shipping. Uh, So cheers, and I'll catch you guys next time. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Build My Online Store podcast. If you want the show notes, make sure to check out the website at buildmyonlinestore.com. If you've got an e-commerce store, every two weeks I lead a live mastermind call with about five or six of the listeners in two separate groups where we work openly together and solve a business problem that you have. And we're all there to support each other. So if this sounds like your cup of tea, make sure to check us out at buildmyonlinestore.com slash mastermind. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch up with you guys next week.